Hello and welcome to another episode, or mini episode rather, by me, Kirthi, and today we are here to talk about the cultural identity of immigrant children, Desi children in particular. In our previous episode, we talk a bit about our personal experiences when it comes to our multicultural identities, and our upcoming episode dives into my personal experience straddling the social aspects and the academic differences between the American and the Indian school system. We have Nimi in part two, who will be sharing her experiences adjusting to a college system in a new country, so trust me, these upcoming episodes are ones you do not want to miss. But before we get into that, there's something I wanted to tell you guys about my life as a person who moved countries as a child and again as an adult. So there are just things that I wish I could go back in time and explain to my younger self. So if you are going through an identity crisis, this episode sheds a teensy amount of light on the situation. So even if you are someone who's going through this, or if you anticipate that you will be moving countries with a young child, this is definitely an episode that you would like to give a bit of attention to. So we live in a society where everyone is quick to judge one's appearance or image over their story. What you portray yourself to be in the first few seconds of meeting someone is unfortunately how majority of the human population will judge you. Your story, your reasoning for behaving, talking, or thinking the way that you do gets lost under the cover of your public image. This public image is what many multicultural children end up struggling with. This cacophony of public perception in our heads is what is termed as identity crisis in my opinion. If you were to ask me if I feel like I have an identity problem, I would tell you absolutely not. Within myself, I feel like I'm clear of my story and my reasoning behind who I am and what my cultural experiences are and which resonates with me the most. What I do struggle with is helping people understand that identity on their first impression of me. This leaves me feeling misunderstood by the masses. So my quote-unquote crisis lies in my inability to make people feel like they can relate with me in a short span of time. As an Indian with an American childhood currently living in the UK, I've definitely felt myself feel left out of place in all three of these countries. When I moved back to India from the United States in early 2000s, I expected to relate much more with my Indian peers. Instead, I realized that it took me a couple of conversations before I could hear my friends say, oh, I didn't expect you to be so relatable, or I didn't think you were going to be down to earth at all or have certain viewpoints like I do. And this process of trying to get people to understand without clubbing you together with various stereotypes from Hollywood or Bollywood can be exhausting. Sometimes it's not just the stereotypes. Sometimes people like to simplify who you are in their own minds and they tend to dismiss what you may want to put out there in terms of who you are. We'll get into this much later in future podcasts, episodes with more anecdotes and context. But for now, we will acknowledge that as difficult as it is, there definitely is a plus side to having a multicultural identity. It's also a privilege in some ways. 
So first, let's get into what potential positives there could be to having an identity crisis. As a child, I always knew that I was different from my peers, but there is a sense of needing your peers to accept you which determines how social or alone you end up. But as an adult, I know that it lies with me to form the type of relationships that I want and to surround myself with the people that I feel help me grow and keep my mental health and sanity relatively stable. I've noticed that every time I put myself out there, reach out, garner the mental energy to converse my thoughts clearly, and master the art of relatable small talk, I was able to form long-lasting bonds with people from various cultures, backgrounds, and ethnicities. This has enriched my view of life in various ways that I cannot describe in a 10-minute podcast episode. But I'm aware of the toll that this can take on a multicultural child. It took me years to understand that this problem wasn't my identity. Rather, it was my need for people to perceive me as a part of their group that made me feel confused, craving for acceptance from anyone who would give it to me. If I could go back in time and tell my younger self one thing, it is that it takes time and effort to make good friends especially as a multicultural. So don't be afraid to communicate your thoughts, beliefs, and who you are. Make an effort to put yourself out there fearlessly. The world is a vast place and there will always be someone somewhere out there, maybe that doesn't seem like you would get along with them at first, but eventually you may have them close enough to call them your people. It's exhausting, I know, but you hardly need a handful of good friends to make your life feel complete. So go on and put yourself out there. It may take a few tries and there definitely will be some conversations that you regret. Not everyone in the world is kind or on your wavelength. So that's okay, it's part of the growing process. Dust yourself off, regroup your thoughts and meet another person that seems interesting. You probably are wondering, Does it take a toll on one's mental health? Absolutely. Depending on who you are, your personality type, and your familial and social factors, your mental health will be affected by this process to varying degrees. For me personally, groups on Facebook like Subtle Asian Traits and in-person meetup events and clubs to find people with similar interests help me a lot. The same applies for immigrants and immigrant children in a new country. Making friends can be even harder as adults, yet the same formula of putting yourself out there applies. Technology has definitely bridged the gap of keeping in touch with our childhood friends or even reaching out to new people. If you feel alone in a new country, ask yourself, have I tried everything possible to meet potential friends? Have I signed up for local workshops, events, or clubs, or reached out to people with common interests on social media? I know this can seem daunting, but this is precisely why children make friends a lot faster. They are already in an environment that mixes them up with others and gives them the opportunity to club up with people with similar interests or even form memories as they go. So why not put yourself in a similar environment? Simulate it if you have to. Now, there might be some of you who are wondering, what if I don't relate with one culture at all? Am I letting a part of my identity down? Not at all. I have friends who don't know much about their South Asian heritage because they grew up sheltered away from their culture and their ethnicity. 
So while some may argue that it is imperative for people to read or learn about their heritage and respect their roots, it really does depend on how comfortable that person is living without their origin story. Do they feel at peace? Then why bother? Life is just complicated enough without having the judgment of a thousand people. Learning to deal with that judgment, learning to practice self-love and care is the only true solution to any type of identity crisis. Rather than focusing on what people think of your identity, ask yourself what you think of your identity. Do you like the way you embrace your various cultures or behave? Or are there some aspects of the way that you behave that are a consequence of being blindly influenced by peers or family? Learning to have an honest conversation with yourself and being vulnerable enough to see yourself for your real likes and dislikes, triggers, etc. is the answer to an identity crisis. But if you are struggling, nothing beats talking to a professional counselor. We have a couple of future episodes where Nimi and I get into what therapy can look like for a multicultural individual, with Nimi sharing some useful tips on the medical and personal front as to how to embark on starting one's mental health journey among especially a South Asian cultural society. Keep following us for updates and do share how you navigated your identity crisis with us. You could DM us on Instagram at The Coconut Culture or comment below if the platform you're listening to us on has the provision to. Thank you for listening and see you guys in the next episode.